Welcome to episode... Oh, wait. We don't do that on this one. We Welcome to book eight of of Minds at Yerk. I'm Jenna. Yeah. I'm Alex. I'm Megan. And I'm Tim. What's up, guys? <laughs> How are... <laughs> Yay. How are we doing? We are fantastic. You're, you're going to have to give me a minute before we start here. I just realized that there is a survey in the back of my Animorphs book. <laughs> it gives you an address to send this survey in, so I have every intention of doing that right now. Well, why don't we just take this survey right here and now? Okay. Tell us about you definitely yourself, should. Tim. Boy or girl? Well, no, I was actually looking at the other side of the page, but I, oh. I, I would check boy. But the okay. rest is personal information that I don't Mark, want the Yerks to have. That's fine. No, no, let's, let's actually do the other side. The other side okay. is better. Okay. So, uh, how did you first find out about Animorphs? School book club, local bookstore, friend, family, library, school book fair, which is, oh, school, school book club was the first one. Okay. Web, TV commercial, or other, which I'm going to say, or podcast? Yeah, I, I'm going to go with other in that yeah. I was on a podcast about Animorphs when I found out about Animorphs. Are we not friends and family? Oh, I guess that counts. Podcast just sounded more interesting. Had you talked about Animorphs at all before we talked about it on Panelology? Uh, only, no. No. So then the answer is still podcast. Yeah, and friends and family. You could check both. My mm. podcasting friends and family. That works yes. better. Yeah. Hmm. Who is your favorite <laughs> character? The correct answer is not on this list. We know it's really Chapman. Uh, Jake, Cassie, Rachel, Marco, Tobias, or Axe? It's Marco. Really? Yeah, it's Marco. Which of these characters do you like huh. reading about most? Hork Bajir, Texans, Yerks, Visser 3, or Other? And in this case, I'm going to say Other means whichever of our co-hosts stops us from doing this for 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the Hork Bajir, although if they had put Other Chapman, it <laughs> might have made a difference. Cool. Which is your favorite book? And I'd like to point out this does not include the one you would have just read when you got to the survey or Megamorphs as options. Why? Oh, I don't know. They're just not listed on the survey. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it stops so at seven. Of one through seven, which oh. did you enjoy the most? That's easily number six, the capture. Which of these magazines do you like to read? And I do need to nice. know which of these magazines that young Tim actually read. <laughs> By young Tim, we mean teenage Tim. Oh, okay, okay. I, I also need to add one to the list that even at the time I felt was a glaring omission, and that is Disney Adventures. Okay. I know that I read highlights not <laughs> when I was a teenager, when I was younger than a teenager. Um, Let's be real. Everybody no. still reads highlights if you go to, to the dentist, the dentist office. office. Yeah. Um, I know that I, I'm not sure if SI for Kids <laughs> was a thing when I was a kid. But if it was, then I read that. We'll, we'll check that one. I don't remember what a boy's life is or boy's life. It's the Boy Scout magazine. Oh, I yeah, read no, it. I didn't read that. I'm Tim. I'm too fancy for the Boy Scout. <laughs> <laughs> That was a spot, spot on impression of him. <laughs> spot what, on. What books, what magazines did t Teenage Tim read? Man, Mostly I don't know. Mostly Penthouse. Yeah, I, but just for You're the articles. Um, <laughs> no, I don't remember reading magazines when I was a I know I read, like, when I was a teenager, I read PC Gamer a lot. Whatever he oh, found in bags in the woods. Such a nerd. Yeah. Such a nerd. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, there was this book made of human flesh that I found buried one time that I opened up and read. But See? You read the book. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a crossover joke, Jen. Oh, don't I'm read from the book, Tim. I'm only doing what this week's Chapman, yeah. LeVar yeah. Burton, tells me to. No. Can I just say, interrupt with some shocking news? Is it about Lindsay Lohan? Because that is pretty fun. No. Definitely, no, no. Definitely like going mad as the yerk in her head dies. <laughs> Only a prolonged 20-year death. Only at Target can you get a Squirrel Girl costume, in case anybody is looking for a Halloween costume this year. All right. Uh, nice. And they have uh, a spider one too. Marvel it's so maybe? cute. Don't they have her I'm too? not sure. I'm not sure. I just am going based on what my friend Laura sent me. Is the Squirrel cool. Girl in my size? Do you know? Probably. Probably. You are a bit of a string, string bean, yeah. so it might be short in the legs, but I think think you can rock it. That'd be great. You, you I'm might wearing show a little... a little midriff, too. Basically, Tim, you'd be going as sexy squirrel girl. <laughs> There's like... also definitely a spider Gwen. So I would assume Please that there do this. is uh, the third one, whose name I just forgot. Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel. Yep. I would assume so. I mean, Tim, my friend who is 6'9", was able to fit into those one-size-fit-all costumes. I think you're good. I think you can do this. All right. I'll go look at it. Okay. Check it out. All right. Which of these book series do you read? Goosebumps, Babysitter's Club, Fear Street, which I don't remember ever having heard of, or Sweet Fear Valley Street. Twins? Fear yeah. Street was R.L. Stein's more teen um, appropriate. Oh, it was his cop drama crossover mm-hmm. between Goosebumps and Hill Street Blues. Got oh, it. Oh, oh, no. Okay. Not going to lie. Totally in for that. <laughs> the I wish that was the thing. The working title was actually Hill Street Booze, but nobody got that it was a crossover. <sighs> All right, so we're reading Fear Street whenever we're done with Animorphs? No, Is we're reading the Gone series after that, but then we could do Fear Street, sure. Okay, all right. Where no, did you... I don't get to check any of those boxes. I'm sorry. No, you did read no. The Babysitter's Club or Goosebumps? No. Or Sweet Valley High? Nope. Jenna, did you read all four of these? It's Hell Sweet yeah. Valley. Sweet okay. Valley Twins. Is that different? Still or? read those. Oh, okay. No, it's just an offshoot grade. of... Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, where did you get your most recent Animorphs book? School book club order, bookstore, school library, public library, school book fair, supermarket, or other? Going to have to go with other. It was actually eBay. So we're all ready to, what about this book would be different with modern technology, huh? <laughs> yeah. eBay's a thing. This is my favorite question on this survey. How do you buy your Animorph books? In numerical order, only the most recent titles or the best possible way to read the series, based on the cover design. Uh, my options, I read them in numerical order, but I, I purchased them in bulk used lot. So not really a box I can check there. Tim, do you know about the Animorphs website at w- at http colon slash slash www.scholastic.com slash Animorphs? Oh, I-, I know about it so well that I am currently on it. And Are you? Yeah, it actually has a coming soon box for the hork Chronicles, which kind of made me giggle. All right, I am verifying this. <laughs> Scholastic.com oh, yeah, slash Animorphs. Do-do-do. Oh, I get something different. I oh, did what did too. you get? What did you get? I have the the 
re-release of the invasion, the visitor, the encounter, oh. the message, and the predator. Yeah. No, go, go hit more books. Button. Hit more books. That's where I was looking. I mean, I got C-Series. I'm looking on my phone, though. So C-Series, that's what it was. No, 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 that's what I got. It shows me 64 items, yeah. Yeah, if you scroll oh, down. Oh, there is, there's, yeah. okay, they've got a thumbnail in. For, they don't have <laughs> the actual hork Chronicles cover. It says coming soon. Yeah. It does, yes, that is what it says. It's a little misleading. It is. But time is a flat circle. <laughs> um, okay. And finally, if so, how often do you visit the Animorphs website? Well, daily, if you look at today. Cool. Um, <laughs> and we know how many Animorphs books you've read. That's nine now. Yes. All right. Okay. So I will fill this out and I will mail it in and I will let you know if I get any response whatsoever. They don't have a yes, you have they to. don't have a spot for email address. So I think I'm just going to add mine on the bottom and see if anybody responds. You to should. It. Also, uh, while it. you're at it, that's at mines at Yerk. Just go yeah. ahead and throw yeah. that on there. Too. I will. I will do that. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Absolutely. Actually, you know what? Don't do that because that's how we get cease and desist orders. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. Do it. In other words, oh, please free me from this, this body horror animal yeah. trivia hell. <laughs> We're going to keep going anyways. We're not making money yet. You hear that, lawyers? <laughs> well, that was fun. What's next? <laughs> I think it's time for Tim, right? Oh, is it? Is it? I'm, I'm kind of pirating this show, aren't I? Um, all right, so y'all wanna... that EB, and now you must deliver your summary okay. in pirate speak, you swarthy bilge rat. Thank God. Okay. Is it sad that my pirate speak is the same as my Macho Man Randy Savage? It's probably pretty close. I don't know. Your Macho <laughs> Man is pretty good. It's pretty spot on. <laughs> and my pirate is very bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's not okay. that bad. Here we go. I'm going to do it in full pirate voice. Are you ready? I okay. do it. All right. Prologue. Axe is on a ship with his brother. <laughs> what? Is my, is my pirate voice funny? Your pirate voice is exactly what I imagined you would sound like in full pirate regalia. Yeah. Is, your, is your pirate name just like Steve? Yeah. Hi, I'm Steve the pirate. <laughs> that's, that's it. Okay. We start with the prologue. Axe is on a ship with his brother. And we run through the story of the fight that brought Axe to Earth. Axe goes to the movie, and Rachel talks about how hot the parts of Axe are that he took from her. <laughs> sure. Andalites apparently have secrets. Axe goes to see Star Trek and tries to take candy from a baby, which is apparently harder than you think. They go to the parking lot where a man is yerk purging in public, which should probably be illegal. Axe performs his morning ritual before heading off to school. Uh, Rachel is hot, but only while Axe is human. And Mr. Marco is not. And Marco. Mr. Pardue starts rejecting a yerk in first period. Chapman comes in and clears the room. Then Axe and, and Jake have a disagreement. Marco takes Axe to a bookstore. And Axe plays a game on Marco's dad's computer and breaks the prime directive. Axe becomes Jake and eats the chili of doom with Cassie's family. Axe confides in Tobias and about trying to make a Z-space transmitter from an observatory. Axe makes contact with his home, and that conversation doesn't go as planned. 
Axe falls into a government conspiracy to perfect his to protect his brother's name and the New York insurgency, basically at the same time. The gang stages an intervention with Axe about sharing information, and then Axe goes to assassinate Visser Three in rattlesnake form. Axe utilized the lessons he apparently learned from Sensei John Kreese as he struck first, struck hard, and with no mercy. Axe is about to be hork bajeered mid-morph when the gang shows up. Visser Three is going to die from the snake bite, so he bails out of the Andalite altogether. Axe reveals the law of Ciro's kindness and where that came from, and he also reveals how he eats. Oh, this is a little bit after. Uh, he realizes that the Andalite who was controlled by Visser Three uh, is somebody who he has heard of, and then he has the opportunity while Visser Three is out to kill the Andalite and like basically take away all the threat of Visser Three, and he doesn't pull the trigger. At which point I threw the book across the room. <laughs> Axe calls home again to deliver a message and be a rebel at the same time. That's your book. This I book did. made me I, angry. Yeah, I legit got mad. I was like, no, you, you've got a suffering Andalite right here. And you know he's just going to suffer more. You do it. You do what you have to do, Axe. And then he didn't. But that he did a... it in the most like boring way possible. Yeah. There was, like, no conflict about it. He was just like, yep, yeah, not doing that. Hey, let's get out of here. Like, really? Really? This guy's, yeah. like, he's, he's asking you to die. He's like, please, end this for me. And you're just going to walk away. Yeah, that made very little tactical sense. It does. It does. I mean, I get it. And then he calls about the family and said, hey, look, I'm still, like, hopeful that... You're, you're going to see your husband again and father, but realistically, what are the odds of that? There are none. None odds. The Yurk is in the water. Yes. yes. Nobody, we, we've got a big tiger. Yeah. We've got a big bear. Yeah. One of those has to eat fish. Yeah. We also have Tobias, who for whatever reason can't see it in the water. <laughs> it well, was because of that strong current. And, we've... We've established previously that Tobias doesn't see underwater well. Yeah, that's true. And Tim's right. Like, it's a strong current thing. Implicitly, strategically, they... Visser 3 would have chosen this spot with that escape plan specifically in mind if he's attacked. Like, this is him being true. Yeah, a that's step true. ahead. Yeah. I, you know, I, yes. didn't, I didn't think about that when, we, when, when I first read it. I just thought about, like, him, you know, doing whatever he had to to get away. But it makes sense now that you say that, where he was like, this is his exit strategy the whole time. Yeah. I mean, I guess. And I get not wanting to kill an innocent Andalite, especially if you don't have any kills on your list. Yeah, but it, it, that's what I guess I can't wrap my head around, is you're not, you're not killing him. You're breaking him from a sentence that he just told you he was going to be back to. In but, a matter yeah, of time. and you're also taking out a big weapon on the other side. Yeah. We're also looking at this from four adults. Axe is not an adult. Uh, that's a good point. True. That's good. True. Point. Yeah, like 13 year old me probably would have done the same thing. If, if an Andalite asked me to kill him, I'd be like, oh, what? And not done it. Aww. Hand it. Handed the knife off to somebody else who was there. You, you do it. Rachel. 
It is interesting yeah, exactly. that I guess he held everybody back and that not like everybody is standing around because it is too early for Rachel to get that bloodless or blood bloody, I don't know. And just kill a defenseless creature, but I, Okay, yeah. but he was also asking to be put out of his misery because he's just going to get repossessed and I, tortured for years. I'm aware. Exactly my point. Like, I'm Axe aware. was shocked that he could remember his own name and speak at this point. Yeah. And yet, what but, would have happened to Vizzer 3? Like, would he have just gone into a different body, been demoted? Yeah, I'm sure. Probably both. Yeah, I'm sure both of those things would happen. Because it sounds like he's the one who would murder somebody for failing, so I don't know that the others would do it to him. And we know that Visser 1 is gutting for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What if they had gotten him to morph into something and gotten him away? I guess there wasn't much time. Yeah. And not being in control, he was very weak, and being poisoned, he was very weak. He probably didn't have oh, the strength right. to morph. He had been poisoned. Yeah, true. Stupid axe and his poisons. <laughs> I mean, it was a good plan if Mr. <laughs> 3 hadn't had an escape strategy. Yep. Yeah. Um, Chicken shit. But it, it was a good plan in that if you, even if you, even if with the escape strategy, it seems like the best thing you could do to take away his strongest, or his strength was to eliminate the Andalite that he was in, you know? So mm -hmm. whatever, however it played out, it seemed like the right way to do it. But you got to finish the job once you start it. Which yeah. I, I guess that's a rough way for me to look at a middle schooler book. Maybe I'm... But... <laughs> well, and now we're getting back into the atrocities of war. Like, this starts out yeah. with Jake pissed that Axe didn't tell them that, oh, these controllers whose Yerks die, they're just going to be killed. Yeah, you don't get to walk free. Which I forgot. Like, I knew yeah. that there were going to be repercussions... Yeah. I didn't remember that it was like an automatic back to the neck, you know? Yeah. Well, it's a great bait and switch because we've seen Jake get away because they never knew about Jake in the first place. Right. Yep. That's a good point. Thank you. We also learn that uh, Yerks have feelings and emotions for other Yerks. Yeah. Which we kind of we kinda had had hinted at before with Chapman and his... Uh, at least, if not romantic, like filial affection for his spawn mate. Sure. But here we get a romantic attraction for a Yerk. Yeah, willing to uh, kill Visor 3 after Visor 3 killed his friend mate, whatever. Do we know how Yerks reproduce? I feel like we learned at some point, but I don't off the top of my head. That was a that that was probably the most interesting part of the story to me, is when Axe finally makes that phone call, and the, the people in charge were like, "Elfinger didn't do this, you did. Now now go tell everybody that." And then he turns around and the guy's like, "Hey, I'm gonna help you kill, uh, I'm gonna help you kill Visser Three. And I was like, "Whoa! There there is a lot of conspiracy <laughs> and backstabbing going on all of a sudden." And it <laughs> happens again, like eighty percent into this book, where you're just like, "Okay, this could have." pushed it up a little bit, we could have really let this breathe. Yeah. 
But I enjoyed the first half of this book. I really liked yeah. getting to yeah. see Axe. Getting some time from Axe's point of view to learn his reactions to being on Earth and around people. I feel yeah. like most of the time when we get Axe, we get Axe being like out of touch comic relief. And this gives us, this even gives us versions of moments where like, how often have we heard him say, oh yes, Prince Jake. And in this case, we hear him saying that and we know because he tells us that's not the whole truth, but I can't tell him. So I'm just going to go along with it. How yeah. many times before now do you think he's known things would go sideways and just didn't feel like he could say? Yeah. Oh, probably a lot. Mm-hmm. I like the reasoning, the the work, the story that it came from it, though. You know, I, when he was sitting there saying, I can't talk about it, I can't talk about it, you kind of get like, well, well, why, dude? What What's going on? But the way that it played out and the, the fact that everything is sort of their fault for the same thing that he's doing right now, it made it, you know, made the consequences a little more real of what he would be trying to avoid. So, Jen, what did you think? Well, I think we haven't talked about the the actual most important thing about Andalites, period. That Elfingor and Axe touch tail blades. No, 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 they, they touch tail oh. blades. Yeah, they do. But Gross. just the tips. Your brothers, don't do that. <laughs> I like, I barely remember this book at all. I don't, I didn't remember the snake bit or anything like that. And then when I, when it was like, we touched tail blades. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dudes, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was good stuff. What is the human I mean, equivalent of that? To two brothers touching tail blades? like a little cheek kiss i was going better to be like a cheek kiss nut punches but okay <laughs> yeah yeah just a little tap just a little tap to the scrot yeah. isn't that what it's called a, a, a cup a cup check is that what you that's what it's called yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i have I no response to this i think in order for those to be <laughs> in any way equivalent the tail would have to be in some way the junk. And I don't think it's quite, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I there's a sure? middle ground. Wait, am I sure that it's not? Or am I sure that it would have to be? Are you sure that it's not? No, mm -mm, no clue. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, okay. I've got to stop and think about a race of blue deer, mm -hmm. scorpion aliens that kill enemies with their dicks now. <laughs> um, but maybe the more accurate comparison would be the uh, locker room slap on the ass. Yeah, that's probably it. Like the... the yeah, I could see that. I, I think about the clicking sound it would make again and be like the ostriches we were talking <laughs> no, about. No, oh, stop. Yeah. No, 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 no. stop. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I don't want to think I about it. I wonder if Andalites can click their tails in such a way that bats would not be able to find them. <laughs> so we finally finally get that Andalites are not born knowing how to morph. Thank God. Yeah. Imagine little Andalite children running yeah. around. <laughs> Just turning into everything. Yeah. <laughs> Just being like, I don't want a bath time. 
Um, but it is a technology that they invented, and they're the only race in the galaxy that has it. Yes. Um, which then leads to the discussion of how Cassie, if she survives this war, could then go on to one of two planets and have a job of, like, morphing into pretty things and being artwork. Yeah. Which sounds kind of exploitative and maybe a little, I don't know. What are you going to do after this war anyways? Keep fixing animals. Why would that be exploitative? It's a skill. It's. Why wouldn't you turn a skill like that into entertainment? Why are these not mutually exclusive? Or, yeah, why are these mutually exclusive? Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I... <laughs> You're just jealous because you don't have the talent. It's okay. Yeah, I wish I could morph. It would be fun. <laughs> I could get to rehearsal so much faster if I could fly. Not tra- wrong. Traffic alone. That'd be the reason for this. Yeah. Uh, as we're a side such a note, boring adults. What? We're such a boring adults. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you know what would be really excited about having a new belly the morph guys? What? Traffic. Yeah. Getting rid of right. traffic. I'm I... so sad. I'm so sad for the four of us right now. I spend two and a half hours. I would morph a day into some rich person's dog in a city that does not have reasonable public transit. I was about to say I stand by it. I could just be boring. I stand by it. Such adults. I'd still be some rich person's dog. There you go. See, that's good. Jenna wins. (laughs) I couldn't hear what she said. She's going to be a rich person's dog. Okay. For two hours at a time. And then the creepy girl in their house (laughs) the rest of the time. Well, I'm that anyway. It's fine. They'll know. (laughs) while we're on the subject of andalite morphing technology uh they give axe grief for dressing like an escapee from the ice capades (laughs) and rachel tells marco that you can't go out in public wearing tights and a spandex top and i would like to point out this clearly predates the rise of athleisure yeah yeah this would absolutely be acceptable now I would wear the. Yeah, I wear so the it's another way leggings. that technology would change this. Yeah. I wear the shit out of leggings, anyways, so why not? Yes. Currently rocking my athleisure. I am as well. I'm rocking a pair of Meandu's lounge pants. <laughs> <laughs> you lucky bastard. So they take Axe to the movies. Globules! <laughs> they take Oops, him to spiked. see <laughs> they take him to see a Star Trek movie if I'm not mistaken yes yep. let's see what year was this which is uh, boring to X <laughs> I believe it's 97 but I could yes. be wrong you are correct I'm going to see which Star Trek movie was out around then that hmm I don't think I know. It was pre-Nemesis. So... I mean, I'm Googling. You guys can keep talking. She does call... Rachel calls Marco a person who dresses like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. And all I can think about is the new Scooby-Doo Apocalypse comic 
where I'm very attracted to Shaggy as he dresses like a hipster. Probably first contact. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that one was in 96. Yeah. I, I don't remember which one first contact was. I've never seen any but the uh, first two J.J. Abrams ones. Well, we learned that the Enterprise looks like a Hodgeburn freighter. And that there was one character who was clearly an Onaga... On Gotchik, female, but was called a Klingon, so it made absolutely no sense. I did start a dictionary. Good. And delight words that I have going. We learned four of them this book. That's good. It's Aerith. Aerith. Which is Padawan. Yeah, warrior cadet. Nothlet, which is a person trapped in a morph. Mm-hmm. Shorm, which is mm-hmm. deep friend, and es- Estrine, which is artistic morpher. Did Shorm have another meaning? Yes. I just wrote down deep friend. It also means something with blades. Tail blade. It it's means the tail, tail blade. blade. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's it's the right. thing they touch yeah. together. Yeah. <laughs> we also get some new aliens. Sh- Shorm fighting. That's what they call it. The only other <laughs> one that we haven't mentioned is the Nahara. Which are entirely slayed by Yerks. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I would go after popcorn and candy if I was in a Star Trek movie. I like Star Trek movies. Yeah. I saw a house with a clock in its wall this past How was that? Surprisingly darker and uh, a little bit more emotional than it should have been, but that's for an entirely different story. Um, but the popcorn and snow caps were great. Was that a good review or a bad review? <clears throat> it is. Uh, so it's a book based <laughs> on a series from the 1970s that I haven't read. It is. I've enjoyed it. 12 year old Megan would have loved it. Um, but due to other circumstances, it was uh, not a movie I'm probably going to see again. So Did that help? Nope, but I think it means <laughs> it was a good movie. <laughs> if you've got a kid, take him to see it. And he okay. doesn't get scared easily. Okay. All right. I'll keep that in mind. It's better than Nomeo and Juliet. Well, it's got to be better than Nomeo and Juliet. That was period. terrible. Yeah. I know. That's it's my about point. gnomes. Like, Fuck that this noise. This is my lowest bar, is Nomeo oh, okay. and Juliet. <laughs> uh... So, but globules are raisinets. Yes. Of course, he picks, like, the healthiest one. I really expected them to be milk duds. I, that are junior mints. Okay, but then we'd be having an entire conversation about Axe as a parrot head, which would be fun. No. Yes, it would. <laughs> okay. Junior Mints are a Jimmy Buffett thing. Oh, right. I did not know this. Yes. This is, okay. My mother is a big old parrot head, I promise you. Junior Mints are a Jimmy Buffett thing. Huh. 
Well, now I've learned something that I'll never forget and didn't ever want to know. I might not eat junior. Thank you, Alex. Oh, whoa. Aw. Shots are fired. Yeah, Jimmy Buffett rage there. Um, so do you think he prefers chocolates to cinnamon rolls now? It seems like there's this almost like manic addictive response to chocolate. I am curious, like who has the sweet tooth that that DNA that he absorbed? You don't think it's just him? Just him having a mouth now? Yeah. That's how I took it. I, yeah, I've I mean, always... I, he is getting, he is eating everything, but he is very, he's always more excited when it comes to like something sweet. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, but... I think it's, I think it's just, he's not used to experiencing this. And in humans, like a lot of animals, sugar is a thing that does create a significant autonomic response because in survival terms, sugar means calories, means energy, means not dying. Right. Sugar is very dangerous. That and Cinnabon's really delicious. But also, he really likes spicy food. We learn in this one, and I want to we see Mac. Know. I want to see Axe discover a, a, a red or brown mole that is both spicy and chocolatey. That would be very good. <laughs> or Jacques Therese spicy chocolate. And he also likes drinking vinegar, and that is my dude right there. I oh have God, I that note. <laughs> all about the shrubs. Um. Yeah. I love that he's even hiding, like, the full name of the Condrona waves, Condrona ray, that it's actually a Condrona wave particle generator. It's just like, why? Yeah. It's cool because it means that it behaves like light particles. I mean, yeah, that's good for us, but, like, why are you hiding this from your friends? Because Marco's very (laughs) good at science, except in this book. This is true. We are back to not good science. Yeah, but wasn't that the thought that anything that he knows, he should not share with them because of that reason? Because it would be advancing them? Sure, it's just like, this is the line. We have officially found the line that Axe has drawn of, like, what he's not going to share. So, when when we went over Megamorphs, we talked about that. We talked about how that was, like, her ode to Hitchhiker's Guide. Did you not get the same vibe from Star Trek for this? That they go see a Star Trek movie and then they end up talking about the Prime Directive, the whole book? I mean, I got that she had him be basically a Jedi Padawan and not like Star Trek. I think this is her ode to Star Wars and Abbott and Costello. There's a lot of odes to Star Trek in this, so just get ready. Well, that's, that's, (laughs) I mean... I wonder if maybe there's been a theme in every one of these books and I've just maybe missed some of them. We have a new segment. Tim yeah. finds the theme. Yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> Tim fails to find the theme and then everybody makes fun of him because they all read it in. But yeah, that, that this one stood out to me and I don't know, maybe it's because I've seen some Star Trek and you know what I'm saying? It, it just, it read that way some to me. Some Star Trek. Yeah, I've seen a little bit. but A little bit. <laughs> She did She did air quotes both times for everybody at home. But, yeah, like, maybe when we, whenever she does these books, if this is a thing, then it has to be a thing that I'm a little more familiar with or else it'll go right over my head. But I am going to start looking for it in the next books to see if that is, if there's something to it. I do feel like, especially when we get to, like, the ghost-written books, you'll see a lot more Star Trek themes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. I'm going to... Yeah, I don't know when the ghost-written books... The ghost-written books aren't for a while, though, right? Uh, they're roughly 23. 23? Mm-hmm. They see a yerk die. And they get really excited because they mean, they think that it means mass freakouts, mass yerks coming out. That there's not going to be any way to cover this up. Yeah. And... That's not quite the case. Um, I, I don't know why they killed the controller rather than just like lock him up, put him back in. What is the rationale behind that? Well, they're they're already on a food shortage, basically. So I don't yeah. know that putting more yurks out in the out in the world right now would would solve their problems. Well, they've got the base. That they're all soaking in. There's got to be ones in there. Yeah. So getting one out <clears throat> may help a little bit. I don't know. You're probably right. Yeah. That would make sense. We also learned in this one that humans aren't the only aliens that are aware of their shame. Mm-hmm. We talked about this talk before. About I am. I was just being too clever. Uh, I didn't mean to do that. Well, there's multiple kinds of shame in this. Yes, I I, I realized that as soon as I said (laughs) it. We had talked before about Axe finding clothing weird, and maybe humans are the first aliens he meets who wear them, but this definitively tells us that there are other aliens who do, but, quote, of course, Andalites do not indulge in it. They They are not shamed of their bodies. No, they love their bodies. They all got six. They love touching tails with each other. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I could. Storm storm fighting is all I can think of now whenever Mm -hmm. y'all say that. It's going to be a lot of. I don't know. Also, before everyone thinks I'm insane, uh, my Abbott and Costello thing was they do clearly do who's on first, a version of that in this. When Axe meets Marco's oh, yeah. father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I wondered what you were going for with that, but now it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, also, I need to make a correction to the last episode. Uh-oh. I was trying to make fun of Jared uh, Kushner, and I accidentally pulled, because I am in rehearsal and therefore scatterbrained, uh, Jared Fletcher's name. Jared Fletcher works on comics, not who I meant to call a nasal little weasel last time. Last time. <laughs> oh, that makes so much more sense. Oh no, I was a bit confused, but yeah. it's okay. I realized that as I was listening back that, oh no, I dragged someone I did not mean to. <laughs> and now who will never ever come on panelology? Yeah. Don't you put that juju on us? Sorry, I'm gonna take the juju away. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think that Jake really has a cousin named Philip? No. But hear me out. Chapman does know Tom and goes, Hey, your cousin Philip was in school today. You're either gonna get that's weird, I didn't see him in town, or 
I don't have a cousin Philip. Yeah, this was really risky for them. Yeah. It really was. It's a little Man. dumb. Oh, I and I love think how about that. I love how they're like, oh well, Rachel would have already met Philip. Yeah. So that's weird. Even Rachel would, would have like, met Philip. Would she? There you go again. Would she have? Necessarily? Because, like, I have cousins that I've never met their other cousins. Yeah. yeah, no. I I would actively avoid most of my cousins' cousins. Yeah, same. And most of my cousins, just in general. Truth. Which, hey, here's That was segment. the most unbelievable part of the book, period. There are a couple of times Axe calls humans intelligent, and I don't think that's true. Well, yeah, all right. Also that, also that. Such as? He, he says uh, that we learn fast. This planet was yeah. known to be inhabited by a reasonably intelligent species. We had learned a little about them <laughs> in school. Which we later learn is music, and Axe is not a... We, we, we get this twice. We get this implicitly, and there was some Earth culture. We watched TV broadcasted music, like MTV. I don't remember. But then later in one of his journal entries, and I want to talk about his journal entries more, uh... <laughs> Axe drags yeah. Earth music. Yeah. yeah. I'm now Every... very curious about Andalite music. Humans have very odd tastes. They think their music is beautiful. They are wrong. It is awful. <laughs> all of it. And they completely ignore their greatest accomplishment, the s- accomplishments, the cinnamon bun, the Snickers bar, the hot pepper, and the refreshing beverage called vinegar. Yeah. I want to know what he would do for a Klondike bar. <laughs> I was about to say, we should Touch just blend this all up. He would stab an Andalite infested by a Wigirk. If only Rachel had had a, Ka- a Klondike no, exactly. bar. Damn it. Exactly. Damn it. <laughs> Vinegar. <laughs> I mean, like, I drink enough red cider vinegar, red, red apple cider vinegar. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> <clears throat> that, but I, it's never like just for the hell of it. Yeah, and my, I, I, I drink plenty. I too. love me some vinegars. It is infused I, with various spices and mixed in cocktails. No, I drink it with lemon juice and hot water. I have never mm-hmm. once in my life drank vinegar. We will fix I drink this. that fire cider vinegar. It's good stuff. What'd I have some of that like every day. Yeah, it's good fire for your cider. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I take uh, oh. apple cardamom shrub and a homemade brown sugar cinnamon syrup and bourbon and make, and Jen, it's that time of year that we can start doing this soon, make Fuck yes. cocktails that taste like not just apple dumplings, even though they are shaken with ice, they taste like warm apple dumplings. Mm-hmm. So good. And it has vinegar in it? Yes. That's what makes it taste warm, even though it's cold. It's acid, just like the acid in citrus. It does the same thing okay. in All a right. cocktail. I miss alcohol. <laughs> I, I've, uh, okay. Next time, uh, next time we're all together, also I'll likes... have this vinegar drink. Axe also <laughs> likes cigarettes. Yeah, that's a problem. He likes to eat them. Yeah, not, not the way you're em. supposed to. <laughs> well, hear, hear me out, though. He talks about the texture was rough and strange and the flavor. Oh, this is still popcorn. Uh, but there was a hint 
just a hint of cigarette butts, which I also <laughs> enjoy. Although Prince Jake had told me never to eat cigarette butts again. They're bad for you. Which I love that Jake's just like, yeah, those those will kill you, Axe. Don't eat them. Like, don't even fight that. But, 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 I distinctly remember in the Andalite Chronicles, there is talk about cigarettes there too. And I think this is an Andalite thing. Like, Andalites love to smoke. Or they like the taste of smoky things. Or burnt and crispy things. Or Andalites like to smoke. <laughs> I'm not saying it's good or that they should. Andalites, as it turns out, do a lot of things they ought not. But, but how I do we know that they ought not? Maybe they can and it doesn't destroy them like it destroys us. When you say that Andalites do a lot of things that they ought not, do you mean like giving rise to empires of evil races? <laughs> hey, is that specifically mm, what you're going mm, with? That's, Their intentions were good. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. Well, the results were bad. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yeah. So, yes. Know. Which brings what if me. Gave oh. An Andalite an edible. Uh, if you give an Andalite <laughs> edible, an edible, he'll ask you for a bag of brownies. And if you give an Andalite some brownies, he'll want a glass of milk. And if, if you give an Andalite a glass of milk, then he'll want to acquire the cow that the milk came from. And if he acquires the cow that the milk came from, he'll morph and start eating some weed. And then he'll ask for more brownies. The vicious cycle. Do you think he gets more high eating weed as a cow? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> okay. And teaser, my animal trivia this week has to do with getting animals oh, high. Oh, no. No. Oh, yes. How did you segue him into that one? Not intentionally. God. Talent? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently some brainwave has formed. Um, but we can come back to that later, because I also don't want don't to get away from the good intentions thing. And also, this book published... 21 years ago dragging nice guys <laughs> um, because when Jake asks or when Axe asks Jake did you know he was a York Jake's response was no he was a nice guy nice guys can do shitty things world and I'll leave it at that after this week but I appreciated <laughs> this book making that call is he also the the one that is burnt to a crisp in book seven. Who, Pardieu? Yeah. Given that he's alive in book eight, I doubt it. No, when they go to the future. Oh. That I don't know. I'm going to look it up. Um, I'm looking think... it up. You can okay, keep I was going to say, I don't think that copy's on my desk. That book's on my desk. Um, Tim, stop listening. What? I mean, it was the last said, book. Tim, so stop it's, listening. It's fine for him to hear. It was book seven. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. All right. Um, I also think, Ag or not Axe, I also think Elfinger might have been a nice guy because he does essentially like to spout out hate the player, not the game. It's not. I was wrong. It was Miss Paloma. But you can understand why I went... 
Is this the same? Yeah. Um, apparently, the Andalites have a saying: "Love the war, love the love the warrior, hate the war." And that is basically just hate the player, not the or hate the hate the hate the game, not the player. Or if you're in Hamilton, love the sin, hate the sinner. I think X would enjoy Stanislavski. No. He doesn't like any earth music. Stanislavski was a director. Totally went the wrong way there, sorry. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> an, for, this is from X's journal, which... Does he write a journal? Is there, like, tucked away in some bag in the woods, Andalite journaling? It's his, uh, Herod... Herod... Herrick de Lest. I can't remember exactly what it's called, but all of them have it. I would not be surprised if he still has his. Okay. It's like their last will and testament box. Gotcha. If you've watched Chuck. So, yeah, I would not be surprised or if Dr. they've Who. got... They've got some... He's got something. Yeah. He's not writing it on paper. Well, no, because paper is a strange futuristic invention to Andalites. An Andalite may think that humans are simple, open, trusting creatures but they're more subtle than they seem to be at first. Possibly this is because of their spoken language, where no word ever means just one thing. Axe is all about that subtext. And when it comes to crossing tails, some serious subtext. Yeah. Uh, he also learns that there's a difference between sarcasm and snideness in this book. And he's starting to get better at pointing out sarcasm, unlike Tim. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> we did has... have to turn on a Facebook messenger for Tim that's sarcasm detective. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he has more hearts than a Time Lord, but fewer than a cow. How many hearts does a cow have? I think four. I thought it was four stomachs. Maybe it is four stomachs. Let's do this. Hey, Siri. How many hearts does a cow have? Here's what I found on the web for how many hearts does a cow have. That's way too chipper. Yeah. Yeah, tell me about it. Um, three creatures with more than one heart. Here's some bonus animal trivia. <laughs> Octopi and squids have three hearts in total, one systematic and two gill hearts. Sounds Earthworms great. have uh, five Hearts, hearts, hagfish. There's nothing about cows in here. What are you doing to me, Siri? Kill Hearts is a good guy. I don't know if you know him. He's a good dude. He's a nice guy, you say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Axe learns to read English very quickly. Is That's it part true. of the human DNA? No. I mean, if Axe, if if learning. Languages were part of human DNA, then everyone would speak all languages. I feel like that actually has been studied, and it is in your capacity, but you have to have used it by a certain point. That's why it's really dumb in America that we start teaching foreign language at, like, 12 instead of at, like, 4, because by that point, that neurosis or whatever is, is no longer... Well, there, there are... Well. There are parts of the brain that are more plastic when you're younger, but I don't think there's, like, some secret innate, we all speak English. No, no, no. But yeah, there is 
The the Broca's area is more plastic before like 16 to 18. There is an inherent age or inherent thing in your DNA that language is a thing. You cannot survive. So, I don't know. I guess Marco literally says we're going to a bookstore to get you books and teach you how to read English and then he's like reading the world almanac. A cow has four hearts. Um, oh, it does really? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. I did. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, so yeah, one more than a Time Lord, one fewer than a cow. If you average cow and Time Lord, you get Andalite. Cool. Just acquire one of each, morph them together, you'll be an Andalite. Um, we get a little bit more backfeed into like maybe why the Yurks came after us. Because they're afraid of us. Eh, kind of, yeah. I'm afraid of us. I get it. You discovered radioactivity in 1896. In 1945, you exploded an atomic weapon. 49 years. In 1903, you flew for the first time. 66 years later, you landed on your moon. Are you saying that we do these things quickly? I'm saying that if the Yurks don't destroy you now... They know that 50 years from now, humans will be capable of faster than light technology. And 100 years from now, who knows? So this was 97, so that was about 20 years ago. So we got about 30 more years, and then we're going to have faster than light travel. Yay! Yeah. And by then, Salem Saber Hagen will no longer be a cat. That's true, too. That'll be a good year. Uh, we also discovered books very quickly. Books are an amazing human invention. They allow instant access to information simply by turning pieces of paper. They're much faster to use than computers. Surprisingly, humans in invented books before computers. They do many things backwards. Which again, I, I feel like this is another thing that gets more time in Andalite Chronicles. Um, I feel like there are a lot of little hooks and seeds in this that bear out in that. Yeah. But I always liked that detail. The idea that, oh, the permanent record is the more advanced technology. In a sense, I can understand why. I mean, if we lose the permanent record, there's so much of society that's at risk. Yeah. Or not. It's a very quiet night here. I agreed. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I feel like I'm talking too much. I feel like I'm talking. Tim and Jen, talk more. Cows only have one heart. <laughs> they only have one. They have one heart. It's one of them. They okay. have one heart. Are, are you going off? As of... the only person who has like, been inside a cow before, they only okay, have hold one on. heart. You might want to rephrase that. <laughs> <laughs> Might want to rephrase that. Well, I have had my arm more than elbow deep up a cow, so no, I really don't. <laughs> Gross. Why would you have your... Why? I used We raised cows when I was younger. That, uh, and we would butcher them for meat and stuff. And that involved but you putting have your arm to, like, them? Well, yeah, when you have to like give them suppository medication or check yikes. their poop. Yikes. Yeah. 
Yeah, or like when they're giving birth and you have to get up in there and like twist the calf. And for yeah. some cows, that's just their last request. Don't kink shame, Tim. No, I, you know yeah, what? Yeah, Tim, You're right. damn. You're right. You're right. Yep. That would be an awkward conversation if that was the cow's last request to me. I mean, Jenna like, is right. Seriously, dude? Seriously? You think that it would be the first time someone has had a sex request as their last request? Well, a cow. <laughs> <clears throat> Okay, well... Look, it's it's just like giving your arm a nice, warm hug. It's fine. No. No, that's... <laughs> I will concede the number of hearts in a cow and say, fuck you, Google, your automatic answer-pulling shit let me down just as much as Siri today. It says that it has four compartments, but it is one heart. So. Yeah. Yeah. Four compartments in the heart. Is that what you said? Yes. Yeah, like okay. four chambers, like ours. It's like ours, but bigger. Exactly. It's like ours, but bigger. So, yeah, we have chambers. They yeah. have compartments. That's like a little cow greeting card about how cows are full of love or something. They're like <laughs> people, only with bigger hearts. I love you as much as a cow. <laughs> hey, coming from Jen, that's a lot. That is a lot, because cows are made of steak. <laughs> Leeches have 32 brains. Leeches have 32 brains? Yeah. Gross. See, weird animal trivia is fun. No, it's not. That's, that's <laughs> stuff of nightmares. I'm turning that shit off. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, if anybody wants to see how a, how a woodpecker's tongue works, check at oh. Minds oh at Yerk on Twitter. So, so gross. Okay, so I listened to a, a science podcast, right? For, for kids whenever I'm riding in the car with my son. And that was one of the things that they mentioned was that a, a woodpecker's tongue it will cushion its brain. And I was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I, where do they make this stuff up? Then like a day later, Alex sends me that picture with the diagram of how the tongue protects a <laughs> woodpecker's brain. And I'm like, first of all, why is this happening in my life? Why did the universe decide that this was so important that I know this for sure? And second of all, how? What? Look, you're going to go on a quest with a woodpecker. It's going to ask you to do a special favor for it, and you need to know these things. And that I'm special not... favor will require you're wearing elbow-length gloves. I knew it. I knew that's where you're going. I'm, like, I'm not sticking my whole arm up a woodpecker's butt. No, you'll be sticking it up I its mean... cloaca. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I don't that's think like that is literally the 900th time that I have heard Alex say cloaca. Like, okay, universe, <laughs> Only other than Alex, Man, I'm, you are I'm, so I'm new. up to like two. But Alex has said it 900 times in front of me. He's absolutely owned that word, and I don't know why that's the word that he has owned. Branding. Branding. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome you. to the Cloaca <laughs> Podcast Network. I was, yeah. <laughs> Having crazy people go on rants for you so that, you know. Oh, the Cloaca Podcast Network. That is fantastic and also going TM, to be a TM, real TM, thing. TM, 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 <laughs> TM. is reserving that web domain right now. <laughs> it's cloaca.church. No. Uh, it'll be, yeah, it'll be, uh, like the tagline will be something like, Everything we have comes out of here and only here. No. Or so, something, 
something along those lines. We're full of shit, and we'll take the piss right out of you. Yes. No. Everything we you need. We strive for excellence. Everything you need in one spot. Glow. Dear God. Whatever, that's gold. That is, yeah. that, that's a license to print money right there. Alton Brown would approve. No unitaskers in that. How do you spell mm. cloaca? C-L-A-O-C-A. C-L, yeah, C-L-O-A-C-A. I'm going to make that into like a, like it's an acronym too. I'm going to figure out what that stands for. <laughs> it kind of looks like Coco if you don't read it like slowly. <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with anything, but there you go. Oh my god. Cloaca. <laughs> you cool. sound like a, a spelling bee. <laughs> Can I get it used in a sentence, please? <laughs> yeah. Cloaca, I hardly know it. Uh, uh, no, no, I'm trying to acronym this on the fly here. I know. Um, no, it's, it's actually really hard. Chocolate leaves... Other candy. Nope. Aside. Nope. That would be cloca. Uh, chocolate yeah. leaves other awful candy aside. <laughs> I think I still managed to spell it wrong now that I'm looking at it on the paper. Okay. Anyways, please, <laughs> some other fucking topic. Well, if we <laughs> want to, to go on to to animal trivia, we can do that. Yeah. I, we got some stuff in the book still. Okay. Um, if you can't tell from my going on ridiculous tangents, I'm out of notes. <laughs> <laughs> we get Axe's family's name, which makes me wonder if they have last names or anything, because the names are very strange. And we see that uh, uh, Elfinger had his father had their father's middle name, and Axe had their mother's middle name. Yeah. Yeah. So I am curious about the lineage and naming uh, conventions of Andalites. Um, there was one thing I didn't take a screenshot of that I wanted to mention, speaking of like alien family mm -hmm. structures. Axe feels the need to specify that on Earth, fathers are always male. Which means that out in this universe, that is not the norm that gender is a construct. That's all. I do like that. Yeah. We also did get uh, a hierarchy, which I'm trying to find. Everyone must have someone over him. That's an Andalite custom. Each warrior has a prince. Each prince has a war prince. Each war prince has a great leader. And each great leader must be elected by the people as a whole. And the people are bound to laws and no one can circumvent those laws. Right. Which, by doing giving the speech... And saying that Jake is his prince, Tobias finds the loophole of where he can break his sworn promise to Axe and, excuse me, um, get the Andalites involved to save Axe's ass. Which was where the cloaca might be. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know that Andalites don't have cloacas. I'm Googling it. No, wait, okay. You have fun with that. Yeah. Although Google's already failed us once tonight. I'm... Twice, thank <laughs> you. Yeah. So, I'm very excited that Axe and Tobias are besties. They're shorms. They're shorms. 
whenever they they go to the bar and decide to meet up, if Tobias is sitting there, Axe will walk in the door and be greeted by shouts of SHORM! <laughs> but he also has to deal with a best friend who has a girlfriend that hates him. So Rachel definitely doesn't like Axe much. I don't think she dislikes him much. I just think she's pissed with him in this. Maybe. I also enjoyed Axe uh, asking Cassie, why do you have a picture of Prince Jake <laughs> in your locker when you can see him standing right there? <laughs> yeah. That Did was I adorable. not see you entwining fingers at one point? <laughs> you were not supposed to see that. So this is how, how brainwashed the CW has me. When... Axe and Cassie are hanging out without everybody and she goes to his house as Jake. I was like, oh, this is about to get bad. This shit about to go down. <laughs> In what way? No. No, not like not like that. Not like that. Also, that is Alex's bounce chicka wow wow for anybody okay. listening who doesn't like, know. Wasn't that Sanford and Son? <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. But I cannot generate bounce chicka wow wow music without it coming out as. Alex, you're so damn pure. <laughs> that's absolutely the best worst porn thing I've ever heard in my life. I love the idea the that Sanford and Son would start playing. I love how many times this week Megan has called me pure. <laughs> Given some of the bullshit that I say. What, it's like between you and Tim, you say things and I'm just like, this is so wonderfully innocent. But if it weren't for him, then you wouldn't know about moths jacking off. This is true. This is true. But I just feel like <laughs> he is the antithesis the of pure. <laughs> at the internal point of Alex's brain, it's, it's so innocent. Well, thank you. <laughs> something, <laughs> something, Cloaca. <laughs> he gets mad when I claim he's not pure, so. No. Um, I did enjoy the, the conversation of uh, how humans look older versus how Andalites look older. Yeah, my father's hooves are getting dull. He doesn't like to talk about that either. <laughs> Yeah. Which, <clears throat> if you think about that too hard, it becomes some body horror shit of like, yeah, my dad's lips are getting mushy. Uh, yeah, that's, what I, does he not eat now? <laughs> We've got to grind it up for him. <laughs> we have to give him grass clippings that a fork vajir <laughs> has chopped up for us. Aww. Well, they have tail blades. They can chop it up for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> What if his tailblade also gets dull as he ages? No, oh no! Do you think it's painful to have Maybe a? Maybe you can sharpen a. Yeah. Hmm. Did you guys just mm. have the same question? Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> Tim and I are secretly the same person. <laughs> it's that it's that speed force connection you two share. <laughs> that's the true. awkward force. Yeah. The derp force. Yes. The derp force. That's what <laughs> it was. Der- um. <laughs> I love that this entire book it it has one question that they need answered that Axe repeatedly answers but they don't quite get it and it's how the fuck does Axe eat? As it turns out Andalites are into foot stuff 
you know, that's... that's I, I just watched Jen pour coke down her face. <laughs> <laughs> you said foot stuff, and I was just like, what? Didn't even, like, choke on the drink. Just closed your mouth and poured it on your face. <laughs> yep. Sure did. Sure did that's that thing. That's what lag will do. <sighs> it doesn't sound like they eat, though. It sounds like they just step on the grass and, like, absorb. Yeah. yeah. There yeah. are no fat and lights. <laughs> well, if they run around too much, I'm sure. That's true. How much Wait, is running and hold how much on. is running no. and eating? <laughs> yeah, maybe andalites are perfect in that they burn calories while absorbing them. Oh, man. So they can't really run too much. They, they, so they don't have Netflix either. Their loss... <laughs> our new loss weight pill is going to have andalite DNA in it. But also, this would mean that for andalites, a foot job and a blow job are the same thing. <laughs> well, well. Wait a second. Tim, stop that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. They have hands still. I, that's I what makes it even weirder. But you don't, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't give a blowjob with your hand, Meg. What have you been doing? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what a hoof job is. Then. It's just the it's ketchup bottle thing. Hand job, or a combination <laughs> blowjob, foot job. I don't like this. <laughs> I wish I had video of what Jenna just did. <laughs> I don't like this. I don't like this. And this is why you want Scholastic's lawyers to shut us down. They should. My final notes. My final notes. While he's talking to War Prince Alaron. He says, fight them. They are stronger than you think. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> what have I done? I think they're still just did the laughing. Jenna just did the slow motion one. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I missed it. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'll stop being a ten-year-old. Please don't. <laughs> to be fair, it's usually me that's breaking into tears and laughter. So I'm glad it's Tim this time. All right, I'm good now. Are you sure? Are no, you Tim? I'm not sure. Are you sure? I'm not sure. I love it that for now, like from now on, all I'm gonna have to do is like this to Tim. Oh. <laughs> So good. Our first X-rated fan art this week. <laughs> I picture like, dang, what was that thing? Uh, like Chloe the bottom Co of their hooves. You know, yeah, the bottom of their hooves look like the 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 sand monster from Star Trek. Star like pit. Yeah. Which is That's Star Wars. I... Don't add us. 
did I say Star Trek? I'm you sorry. Did. Star Wars. Yeah. No, I was thinking. I was trying to remember the name. But yeah, it. Uh, that that's what I imagine. Like the bottom of the hoof looks like. Like something with little like teeth and. That's where I'm at right now. Barbs, I guess you could call them teeth. Or there chewing. in the upside down. Yeah. <laughs> you were but. saying, Meg. I was. Sorry. <laughs> I'm a little concerned. Um, Prince, War Prince Alron says, fight them. They are stronger than you think. They have, they have infiltrated. They are on the home world. Fight. I don't ever remember this being part of the series. After this point. But there you are do a or lot you of, do not? I don't, but there are a lot of dark spots in my yeah. memory of Animorphs, but there is this not an allusion to there are Yerks on the Andalite world? That's what it sounds like. Yeah, that's what I got from it. Maybe not in other Andalites, but that there are some there. Is that not scary? Is that not terrifying? Why did my computer get turned off? Well, it would explain why it takes so long for anyone to get to Earth. Just distance aside. I get the feeling that they don't kind of give a shit about Earth. You know, I read it as... Oh, man, I don't... There's no real reason for this. Just this is where my brain went. Is that it was him trying to say you're wrong that Visser 3 is not the only one in an Andalite. That's... that's Yeah, that's what I got from it. But... I, mm-hmm. I don't think that they're apathetic toward Earth. I buy that there are multiple fronts... But if they're speculating that there are millions, maybe billions of Yerks, six billion at the time this was written, maybe almost seven billion people, would be a pretty significant gain for Yerks. Right. So I think they have to care. They cared enough to send uh, uh, Elfanger and his dome ship out. I think it's just they didn't plan on them getting surprised by the blade ship which sounded like a pretty legitimate ambush yeah so yeah that's all i got other than you know now there's swarms and now we understand the kindness and andalites are dumb yes any other ways that technology would mess this one up probably not really too many i wouldn't think feel like Marco's dad wouldn't have left his technology out as easily. Maybe. Mm. But like, would have had to go out to see a Star Trek movie. No, you guys would still probably do that. I mean, if it's just about seeing the movie, they would probably Netflix and chill. Uh, True. Maybe get a hoof job or two. But... <laughs> If the if the goal is getting the shared communal human experience, then I think they'd still go to the theater. And, yeah. and still get a hoof job. I mean, if the theater's empty and they can get the seats Let's in the say, back. I've worked at a movie theater long enough. That's definitely still going on. Hoof job? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. What do you think Andalite Pornhub is like? Oh, my God. I don't want to. <laughs> Oh, Probably God. a lot like this podcast after today, it sounds like. 
Yeah, because it definitely yeah. started on this episode. <laughs> There's definitely some. Pure? You had to do this because I couldn't be so pure innocent. No. There's absolutely. There's definitely no a weird subset of the talking tree Andalite porn. Huh? What? For some reason. Like, he said that on their homeworld, trees talk. So there's definitely some subset of talking tree and delight porn. Oh, definitely. Do you think, like, do you think the Lorax would be a banned book on the Underlight homeworld? Ooh, maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now okay. we broke Meg, oh God. <laughs> Maybe all Andalites are asexual. I feel like well, later Axe, stuff will probably disprove Axe, that. Okay. Axe has a dad and a mom. Weird. Huh? Axe has a dad and a mom. You can be asexual and still have sex. That's true. You can not in terms asexual. of like, not in terms of bidding, budding and fission, Tim, but just in terms of like gender yeah. identity. Okay. So, any other uh, casting outside of the one I got from uh, a listener? Well, I think we've already covered uh, uh, my contribution today, which is that uh, LeVar Burton could be Chapman. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wasn't sure if that was actually in the episode or not yet. (laughs) I think we made a reference to a conversation that wasn't in it, so I think that's good to clarify. Um... I also had a theory on someone who might be an Andalite. Okay. And that is because of, I've also alluded to this already, because of his reaction to sarcasm, I think. Hey, Tim, take off your headphones for a second. I'll give you a thumbs up when you can put them back on. All right, they're off. I think Tim might be an Andalite. I can see that. Mm, yes. Agreed. It's also gay, really. Oh, there he goes. Yep. Cool. I, I feel like that magic is going to be ruined when I listen to the episode. But oh, you're not allowed uh, to listen to this episode. Yeah, yeah, no, that was just a massive spoiler. <laughs> I'm sure. Okay, can so, I can, can I tell you my my Chapman? I had a Chapman. Sure. First, can I interest you some cho- in some chocolate or cinnamon buns, or maybe you'd like to chew on a couple <laughs> I, of cigarettes? I love cinnamon buns. <laughs> cinnamon buns. But um, so no, you need to tell them what you had for breakfast the other day when we were talking about our breakfast. <laughs> I had. A shitload of donuts. Churro donuts. <laughs> I had churro oh, donuts recently. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The next day I had cinnamon fries and I ate a shitload of those too. And I should not be at work in the morning around fresh donuts. That's just the truth. I can't watch Steven Universe because it makes me want to eat donuts too often. No. And also um, now I live down the road from my favorite donut place. Oh no. My, uh, my Chapman this week. When Chapman ran into the room to stop Pardue, or to kill him, or whatever it was he was going to do, um, I envisioned him as Josh Brolin, but full-on No Country for Old Men Josh Brolin. Like the big mustache. <laughs> that's, that's where I saw him. Okay. I can and then that. he snaps, and half of all Andalites die. Yeah. But he snaps yes. from his back pinky. Uh, no, we, it's, it's so weird. Can I, we can we talk for a minute about Thanos' plan? It was recently confirmed that it did kill half of all animals. And if his whole thing is resource scarcity, uh, my dude 
You also killed half the food source. Yep. Unless you're stupid. Unless your goal, Thanos, is Thanos is a secret vegan. That's true, Charlie. Yeah, Charlie's. Yeah, but there there are about the lack of dogs. There are a ton of herbivores and omnivores in the universe, so it wouldn't really be half. But if we're talking for the carnivores, but well, okay, if we're talking about, it would still massively impact. Yes. The, the food sources on many, if not most, planets. That's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. But I bet you all the vegans would be like, whatever. Thanos was right. On. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see if PETA... Ha- well, I guess, I don't know. It would be a tough thing. Like, everyone would be vegan, but he did kill half the animals. How would PETA <laughs> fall on this one? Like, PETA you, would probably be fine with it well, because you, they kill a lot of animals too. You have the now. great PETA divide. PETA would split. <laughs> There'd be could, PETA factions. You couldn't go for euros or 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 uh, shawarma afterward. What would you put on your PETA? <laughs> I'm trying to wait to see how he works this into a hoof job thing. No. No, that's that's where I feel like we're going. <laughs> no. I, Oh, I'm sorry. Steering the ship right towards it. Nice try. <sighs> <laughs> so I have a guest submitted, uh, Chapman. And uh, it starts with I have a weird train of thought. Okay. Xena Warrior Princess is played by Lucy Lawless. Lucy Lawless is Ron, Swanson, Ron Swanson's wife in Parks and Rec. And she was also. A middle school vice principal. So obviously Nick Offerman should be cast as Chapman. We could take yeah. it one step further and cast Nick Offerman's wife as Chapman and have Megan Bolali be Chapman. I just feel like I, the three of them should rotate like in parks where he, all his wives have, they're all Terry's, right? I, think. I haven't seen it. Oh my God. Okay. They all have the same name. And I feel like they could all be Chapmans. Chapman is a hive mind? Yes, yes. It's book club. (laughs) What if if they casted Chapman the same way that we do, and in every episode he was a different person? But, like, canonically, nobody ever made any kind of reference to him being different. Because he always wears the, like, same loud bow tie? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That would be fantastic. I like Nick Offerman as... Chapman. Nick Offerman is an excellent Chapman. I said, yeah. I like this, but then I would never want Chapman to die or get injured. And then he said, good point. Then just make Chapman female, and she's Lucy Lawless, who can never be injured. And I said, that works too. Now they yeah, injured I and killed see. her on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, I, I think he's referring back to Xena. Oh, fair. They did injure and kill her on S.H.I.E.L.D.'s major spoilers. That was like three seasons ago. Look, I, I think we're good. Is S.H.I.E.L.D. not still in season two? S.H.I.E.L.D. has finished <laughs> season five. I know. Hey, S.H.I.E.L.D. got good eventually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you keep telling yourself that. That's fine. I'm right. No. I will continue being right. I made it an episode no. and a half. Of... Of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's as far as I got. It does get better, but then they killed Agent Carter, so I just kind of stopped caring about S.H.I.E.L.D. <clears throat> well, 
Uh, animal trivia? Sure. All right. So I actually have a pair of articles here. Oh, no, no. Um, there is a seafood restaurant in Maine that claims to have found a more compassionate method, and this ties into Animorphs too, and that lobsters are prominently featured, uh, a, a, a more compassionate method for serving lobsters. Get them baked. Uh, this is this is <laughs> legendary lobster. Uh, what's the name of the place here? In in the in this restaurant that may not be named. In fact, in the article I've got in front of me, uh, they feed lobsters cannabis smoke. They hot box lobsters essentially. Okay. They place a lobster in a closed box and blow cannabis smoke into the water like a reverse bong. The article says. Uh, this particular article is on Gizmodo. Um, and they claim this makes the lobsters more tranquil and calm, as though they were being acquired by someone morphing. Um, the thing is that scientists say that there's absolutely no scientific proof that this is something that happens to lobsters. Uh, they all say more, more studying this needs to happen because there is... Almost no research on whether or not lobsters can get high. But cockroaches can't, so lobsters also probably can't. Does it give it a different taste? Is this just like a really hipster thing to do? I think this is a really dumb, non-scientific thing to do. It, they say it does not affect the taste of the lobster and that you can't get high off of the lobster. Um... It, it sounds kind of kind of Kevorkian to me. Like it's a little lobster suicide machine. I think that's the pot of boiling water, Tim. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no. I, I mean, mean, like... You're not going like, to give a lobster enough pot to kill it. Like you're trying to give, like... Like the lobster's not not choosing this horrible death. You know, you're, you're trying to make it easier for the lobster, and I'm, I don't know how to take it. This is not assisted... This is not, and the term is not assisted suicide. The, the, it's, it's, it's something else now. There's yeah. a better term for it. Um, yeah. You're talking to it. Delicious a, lobster murder? assisted homicide. Yeah. 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 But That's... it's like, oh, hey, we're making it easier on the lobster, so therefore it's okay. And I'm like, no, no, <laughs> okay. you're not. I have Maybe never been meets... high. But I have to assume that I would still notice being boiled alive if I were. You'd be surprised. I mean, I haven't been boiled alive, but there's a lot of things <laughs> that I've done that I've been like, <coughs> I mean, I'm not going to go there when I did last night even. That's fine. I've poured molten sugar on myself before, and I would have felt that, I think, under any amount of, let's it's say, sedation. not a matter of, like, can you feel it? It's a matter of, do you care? I still very much would have cared, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't I don't think I've ever been so high that I wouldn't care that somebody was pouring putting me in a pot of boiling water. Period. It would have been a very been different pretty high. little mermaid. <laughs> uh, according to experts, 
Uh, this is Maurice R. Elphick, PhD, professor of animal physiology and neuroscience at uh, Queen Mary University of London. Uh, THC works on humans and other mammals, other animals, other mammals, other mammals, mammals. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Works on humans and other mammals by binding to proteins called cannabinoid receptor one and cannabinoid receptor two. Lobsters do not have receptors for these proteins. So uh, they're just wasting good pot. Yes. So they're just infusing pot, which does not taste great that way. Okay. Right. They're hotboxing the lobsters and then cooking them at temperatures that burn off any chemicals in pot that would. That was be my next question. Through. Does this somehow get the. There is this like a lobster edible. <laughs> there is no contact tie from the pot lobsters. However, if you do make um, cannabis ghee and then dip your lobster into it, I like this. There we you have go. Opened up a new shop. Yes. Um, I have a follow-up article here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> health inspectors. <laughs> investigate main restaurant that gets lobsters high before cooking them. Um, the main health inspection <clears throat> program has ended the process of getting lobsters high in marijuana before cooking them and serving to diners. Uh, what restaurant was this? I am trying to find the name of it. Um, Charlotte's Legendary Lobster Pound is okay, what it's called. Um, it is in Maine. Does this article say where in Maine? No. Um, But somewhere in Maine. I'm sure you can Google it and find it. Yeah, because the. Southwest Harbor. Okay. Um, But yes, there you go. See, I found something that doesn't involve creatures. Dicks, you're welcome. No, and then I you completely. It. <laughs> and then you introduce hoof jobs, so you know whatever. I mean, did I introduce them, or have Andalites been doing this for millennia? Whatever. That's it. That's all I got. Nice. Baked lobster, not gonna do anything for you or the lobster. The end. So yeah, we have no listener questions. I don't know where my phone is to look at, see if we have listener reviews. I will check that. Uh, while I check that, uh, someone can talk about something else to fill the time. I don't know what, but something. Have you noticed that all the kids on the covers are morphing into baggy clothes like they say that yeah. they can't? I just noticed that now. Eventually, they get well, a little bit tighter. I think they're really not going to put kids. Yeah, and they're not going to put them in morph suits on the no, cover I, I of a get book that. that they want to sell. But it's like, like you're just like deceptive to the story. Not that you should do it. I'm not like a proponent of tight clothed kids, <laughs> but just saying. Uh huh. It does not appear <laughs> that we have any new reviews. Uh, so thanks for ruining Meg's week, everyone. Yeah, I already had a bad week. Thanks for making it worse. Um, 
We should guilt people into five-star reviews. That will <clears throat> definitely work. I mean, it can be one-star reviews. I don't care. <laughs> Just tell me why. No, I care. <laughs> yeah, how will we ever get the Cloaca Podcast Network off the ground? <laughs> yeah, Meg. I can't. The carefully and lovingly... Uh, uh, some word meaning curated that starts with an O audio content association. Tim, you wrote fanfic for the week, right? I did. I looked up from the floor where I was laying on my back. I lifted my head just enough to see what looked like a jailbreak from a zoo as my teammates raced to stop the incursion. Even in a state of possible concussion, my thoughts came through clearly as why are you running towards the explosion, murder aliens? And then, either from a sense of loyalty and duty, or a fear of having to sit by myself at lunch, I forced myself up and ran as well. I realized at this moment that perhaps I should have used a better standard for deciding what animals I selected for my morphing abilities. Yes, laws are cute, but... I reviewed my short list of options and settled on the one with the best skill set. I would have loved to have known what all my friends were thinking when they saw a bushy-tailed red panda flying through the air to bury its claws in a taxon's eyes. While yelling in thought speak, Leroy Jenkins! I realized two things as I flew back down the hallway the same way as that I came. I need a heavier morph, and I need a fancy tagline to scream out when I'm blinding an alien. I don't think he saw me coming, but I know he didn't see me going. I thought spoke to the group. Nobody responded, which deflated me more than a little. I saw a snake headed to the control room. I tried to remember who had a cobra morph and couldn't. I started following the cobra, realizing how much money I would have lost on a bet that I would ever be in a position where that seemed like the right thing to do. Another taxon fell in front of me, caused apparently by a right cross from a kangaroo. I looked up at the marsupial and thought spoke. Control room? I stopped in my tracks when it was Alex who responded. What he said shook me to my core. This has been a presentation of the Cloaca Podcast Network. Jed, are you ready to start our closer? Yeah, let me pull up the notes because I don't remember all the things. We do have the uh, Discord if anyone wants to join it. Oh, I thought that was part of the closer now. I'm not sure it's actually in the closer notes. It might be. Well, just in case it could be said twice, we do have a Discord chat. If you look at our Twitter feed or our Facebook page, or, I don't know, Alex, do you drop it in the show notes? Uh, no, but I can. Okay, well, if Alex can remember, it'll be dropped in the show notes. If Alex uh, can't remember, go those other places. Yeah. So yeah, come talk to us. We uh, we have a few people. You can see more of Alex's artwork and probably Christina's as uh, she takes Alex's artwork and makes it better. Makes it good, one might yeah. say. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wasn't going to say yours wasn't good, but... The file in Google Drive in which I upload them is called Shitty Andalites. I think it's okay for you to say they're not. <laughs> this week I forgot to put hooves on one, so I guess it's an old man Andalite. <laughs> Oh, which as much as Andalite smize, and this I'm saying this just for Jen, 
uh, they must have some excellent eye crinkles. Oh, oh damn. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm into Andalites. Yeah. I'm into Andalite Uh-oh. eye crinkles. Uh-oh. Just imagine those eye crinkles as they lovingly give you a hoof job. Fuck you. Nope, now I'm done. Thanks. Thanks for that. You're welcome. Thanks. Jen yelling, not, don't look at me while you do it. <laughs> Looking at you with all four <laughs> of his eyes. <laughs> Would they have skull crinkles too? Or just like down here eyes crinkles? They probably get some crinkles oh my where the eyes sit on the stalks. But not like at the corners because the stalk <laughs> eyes wouldn't really have corners. Did the stalk eyes blink? Yes. Okay. Do they blink horizontally? Like uh, They actually work like camera shutters. They blink like the James <laughs> Bond logo. Like that? Like Yeah. Kinda, Just like, like a, that. Uh, you got it. <laughs> Just like a butthole, yeah. Yeah, like that. <laughs> or a cloaca. <laughs> and the lights have two eyelids and two eye sphincters. Hey, we have eye sphincters. I kind of like eye sphincters for a podcast network name, too. But it's a lowercase i and a capital S. <laughs> <laughs> All one word. <laughs> Poor Meg is just like, I'm so done. <laughs> oh, nice, Victor. You did. Did you get her name afterwards? <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> oh, God. Hold on. We almost forgot to do predictions. I think... Oh, I've completely lost track of which book we're on. I think it's... Uh, it's going to be a Tobias book. Uh, well, we're going to get some more Chapman. More than we got in the last book, anyway. And then I'm predicting that somebody turns into a bug. Because I don't think there was a whole lot of bug in this book. I don't remember any, anyway. We'd like to thank Christina Spinks <laughs> for our show art. <laughs> if you're interested in getting some cool art from her, email email her at c.spinks.animator at gmail.com. And I want to... That is Spinks. Just in case anybody's wondering, I did not fuck that up. Um, or visitor at Chaos Does Art on Instagram. Peep our social meds at. Oh yeah, or in the Discord. Peep our social meds at Minds at Yerk on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. That's Y E E R K. If you want to send us que- oh, you should know if you're listening to this. If you want to know, or if you want to send us questions, comments, or love letters, you can email us at minds at yerk at gmail.com. Our website is minds at yerk.com. Again, Y-E-E-R-K. You should know. If you like us and you want to help us out, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Podbean, and pretty much everywhere. And if we aren't there, let us know, and we'll be there. How about that? That good. Did I get it all? I think I got it all. I good? I so. Ooh, God, I did a good, good one. one. Damn. Damn, son. <laughs> dim sum. Dim sum sounds excellent. I haven't had dinner yet. Go eat a food. I will when we're done recording. Just one food, though. Okay. <clears throat> one food. <laughs> Any last Shall minute I... plugs? Any... 
Anybody got anything coming up that they want to throw out there? Uh, Any we conventions? Are... We've got some extra panelology content coming up and like our one of our two actual annual traditional things coming up. First off, we have some interviews uh, that we will be releasing over the course of the next couple of weeks. We've talked to Josh Hood and Jeremy Whitley already. We have some more stuff in the pipes. Uh, also... Tomorrow is the first day, and actually, as you're listening to this, we'll already be in October, which is our annual celebration of our annual celebration of not bullying Brian and also and also talking about penis trivia. Yeah. So if you enjoy that part of this, come do that. And that includes our annual Halloween spooktacular in which we talk about horror comics. Indeed. So all of that is coming up on Panelology. With Jen and me and probably Tim and or Meg at least another time this month. All right. Do we want me to pick a random line now? Yes. Yes. Okay. So they won't steal my stuff. Good one. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a full the sentence. Winner. It was a quote. <laughs> oh, it's about the lockers. <laughs> yep. Hey, Jen, say I'm Jenna. What? I'm Jenna. I'm Alex. Wait, let me do it clean. <laughs> Did you say you want to do it clean? No, it's fine. <laughs> I'm Megan. <clears throat> and I'm Tim. And until then, we dance. Oh, no. We fight. We fight. <laughs> We do the dance fight. We dance fight. Dance the, off at the gym. We do. Uh, there's a what is it? Brazilian capoeira. Capoeira. Thank you. Hey, I have. Uh, I have uh, the flyer that I got sent from the penis museum in Iceland. Take a look, it's in a book, <laughs> reading Rainbow. No. No? No. I would love to see LeVar Burton do Animorphs. No. No? No. Why no? I don't know. I like felt that so strongly in my soul, and I'm really not sure why. You don't think you'd make a good Chapman? Yes. Maybe. No, oh, he, I... he might be a little too likable to be Chapman. <laughs> he should be the Elemist.